Welcome, welcome to Divine Empowerment with Mercy, the realm of the supernatural where divinity meets humanity. This is your humble host here on Praying for Singles. Come on, we are here to pray for singles uh, because we need prayers. We need prayers as single people. You know, the singles, uh, singleness is, singlehood, pardon me, is 
a gift. It's a blessing. It's a place of preparation. It's a place of peace. It's not a place of nervousness. It's not a place of anxiety. Like many singles have today. You know, they're single, but they're not happy while they're single. You know, they are single, but they speak languages and vocabularies that will not benefit them at the end of the day. Because the, 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 fact, the fact of the matter is, until you know how much your words matter, like every single word that comes out of your mouth, is sending a message. There is an angel that's standing by you at every point in time, waiting to hear what you have to say. And they have to report to God. So if you are not sensitive to not just what you think and what you speak of about yourself, about your situation, you are sending a message to your future. You are either sending you know, uh, a victory or defeat. You are either sending sickness or divine health. You are either speaking that God is bringing your king, God is bringing your Adam, your Adam will find you. He will not be confused because he will know that he will know that you are the one because God will, will confirm that to him. Listen, when Adam found Eve, he didn't, he wasn't in confusion. When he found Eve, he gave Eve a name. He said, this is the bone of my bone and the flesh of my flesh. He wasn't confused about Eve. So sister, your vocabulary matters. Your language matters. I had a revelation uh, some years back, you know, that uh, my father in the Lord, um, Apostle Suleiman, came to minister somewhere in the U.S. And it was a dream. So I was there. And while I was there, there was this lady that was crying. She had a daughter. And she was crying. I want to see the prophet. I want to see the prophet. I want to see the prophet. And everybody was pushing. They, you know, they want to see the prophet. And uh, uh, God's general, Papa, uh, Joseph Suleiman said to, to me, he said, go and tell that woman that she should stop crying. And tell her to change her vocabulary. That she doesn't need any prayer. She doesn't need any laying of hands. She doesn't need any prophetic word. It's something that's very simple. She should stop talking the way she's talking. She should change her vocabulary and her situation will be completely turned around. So she was crying and I went to her. I said, hello, ma'am, good afternoon. I said, this is what Papa said. Everybody's trying to see him, but you know, uh, he says to, to tell you, you don't have to wait. You don't have to wait to see him because you don't need to see him. Just change your vocabulary. She said, he sent, he sent you to me? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, okay, thank you very much. I said, thank God. 
So I woke up from the dream and I was like, wow, what am I saying to you? See, some of the problems that we have are the things we have spoken, spoken to the atmosphere. We gave the enemy the power. We gave the enemy uh, a, you know, uh, a weapon. We gave the enemy the chance. But you can reverse that today. I have learned long time ago. You know, I'm glad that my parents were always positive. My dad is... <laughs> He's in, in like uh, a master of speaking things to being that doesn't exist. Even when he didn't have Jesus in his life, he always said, this, this will work. This is going to be good. Don't worry, it's going to work out. Don't worry, everything's going to be okay. Like he didn't know Jesus at that time. And I, I was like, why is he saying that? You know, I didn't understand. But I learned from that age that you will, you will speak what you want to see, not what you're seeing. You have to speak what you want to see. Because I saw my dad, whenever he says stuff like that, things really turn around. It happened. He didn't have Jesus. But this would turn around for his favor. When people came against him, because it was, you know, when he was alive, people knew him to be a man that challenges people that try to, uh, you know, alter stuff. You know, he would speak the truth. And people hate him because, you know, people that don't like truth, they hated him for being that man that always come out to confront lies and wickedness. So when he, he speaks, they say, oh, you know, he's always, you know, trying to challenge people when they talk certain ways. Yeah, my dad would challenge people. He was that brave, you know. And so they say, oh, that man that always challenge people when they say something bad, when they, they don't do the right thing. And so... When I grew up, I, I, I knew, I, I just cultivated that attitude of speaking life. I know some of you have to struggle. You have to really work on it because you were not brought up. You know, you, your parents were like speaking, whatever they were speaking or your aunt or whatever. But you came to a place where, you know, you have to really deal with this. It has to be something you have to be intentional to turn around, to, to, for it to turn around. I understand. But you've got to start from where you are. You can't continue speaking death and expect life. You can't keep speaking uh, that you are not good enough. You're not uh, be beautiful enough. You are not, you don't deserve any good. And then you expect the good to come. No, it's impossible for you to say uh, you don't deserve something and expect that blessing to come. You are not who somebody say you are. That's why it's important that you know who you are. Knowing who you are is your power base. It's your, it's your place of, of rest. That I know who I am and I know who, whose I am. So it doesn't matter what anybody sees or say or whatever. If God knows you and you know God, that's, <laughs> that's your foundation. You can't control who, what anybody else or someone, someone out there would think about you. you. You can't control that. But if you can control how you feel, what you feel, what you think about you, compared to, you know, I mean, in line with what God says, who God says you are, that's your place of settlement. So 
watching your vocabulary, being very sensitive to it, is your way out from whatever we plague anyone. Like, because people have been, lives have been damaged. And there are people going to the grave with a mindset that they don't amount to nothing, that they will never be anything good. Because somebody said, says who? The Bible says that who said a thing and it come to pass when the Lord has not commanded. When the Lord has not commanded. The Lord says you're precious. You are royal priesthood. You are wonderfully and carefully made. Then how come with, you know, will you go with the mindset of what somebody that didn't create you well, he wasn't, the person wasn't there when you were made. When you were made in the likeness of God and his, in his image, this person was not there to make decision with God. So why should what they say now begin to be what control your life? No, no, no. It doesn't make sense. And you'll be so surprised how some, you, you think, you know, at, the, at a, a particular age, some people, you know, will just outgrow and begin to live their life. No, there are people that are still compelled, still bound with these lies. Like who says you can't live? Who says you can't be well? Who says? If God says you can, then you better believe it. Whatever God says you can, you can. Now, it's up to you to either believe it or reject it. Because God is not going to compel you to believe. He's not going to force you to believe he's not gonna you know kind of you know push you here and there like you have to no you have to come to a place where you come to uh, uh in an alignment you come to an agreement with god over what he has said concerning you if god has a good plan for your life it doesn't matter what plan anybody else has that's not connected to that you believe what God says? That settles it. When God speaks, every other speaker become noisemakers. No, they are, whatever they are saying, contrary to that which God has said, becomes what? Noise. Noise. So don't let what people say. You've got to say you. Say what you want to see. Declare it. Declare and decree what you want to see, what you want to see, what you want to see. Not what you are seeing, especially what you're seeing is not what you want to see. Then speak what you want to see. Speak it to existence. The Bible says that the Lord spoke the things that we see today, the earth, the water, light. We're spoken with God's spoken words. Let there be, and there was. Let there be, and there was. So, why do we think that we don't have to speak? We just have to wait and let uh, manna fall from heaven, right? <laughs> Why? Why do we have to think that manna has to fall from heaven? No, we have to do our job. We have to play our part. Speak life to yourself. Speak life to your situation. People will call you crazy. I know a lady that used to call me crazy when I used to work at the hospital. Because when she said, how you doing? I'm blessed and highly favored. Oh, mercy, how you doing? You're looking good. How you doing today? I said, I'm blessed and highly favored. Thank you. Yeah. 
wait, wait a minute. One day she could not hold it. All the while I didn't know that she was kind of, you know, stopping stuff inside about I'm blessed and highly favored. She said, hold on, hold on. See, I have to say something today. I said, are you okay? She said, yes. She said, every time you keep saying, I'm blessed and highly favored. <laughs> are you telling me that you don't have challenges? You know, I said, ma'am, is that a problem? She said, because every time she was really like serious. I said, well, yeah, I'm blessed and highly favored. You have any problem with that? She said she just wanted to know because, you know, I said, if I have challenges, I will still say the same thing because it's what I say that I get and I receive. I said, if I have challenges, I'm not going to come here. When you ask me how am I doing, I'll tell you that I'm, no, I said, I'm not going to say that because I, there's no life in saying that for me. This is my opinion. This is my belief. This is what I stand for. This is everything about me. Once I can't come here and tell you anything other than I'm blessed and highly favored, no matter what, you know? And she said, wow. I said, because what I say is my strength. What, what you hear me say is my strength. And eventually, whatever it is, will come around to favor me. So I'm not going to dwell in something that I know will sap my strength. I'm not going to let anything drain my strength. Because if I say what you say, because sometimes when I ask her, how are you doing today? She'll, she'll begin to tell me things that are going on. And I will just pray for her as everything is going to be okay. God, God is in control. God is good. You know, don't give up. And, and, and so, so I, I said, there's no way I can say what you say. I know that's where you, you can, you know, that's you. So I'm not you. So she got it said to that day. I don't know how long she was talking about that behind my back. And finally she said, I'm just going to say something. To <laughs> Speak life. Because it will give you peace. It will give you rest. It will give you joy. Like, you wouldn't know why you're happy, you know. I mean, joy. Joy is greater than happiness. You just be, you know, joyful. Because why? You are not in control. God is in control. God is in control. There's nothing you can change. Other than what you can change. Hello. So, we're talking about saying what you want to see. Vocabulary. Numbers 14, 23, say unto them, as truly as I live, say the Lord, as ye have spoken in mine ears, so will I do to you. As you have spoken, you have spoken. Not as they have spoken concerning you. Not as they have spoken concerning you but as you have spoken concerning you the law will do hello mm -hmm. proverbs eighteen twenty one: death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof 
Blessings to you, Benice. Thanks for joining. Hallelujah. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So you speak life, you eat the fruit of life. So don't speak death. Be empowered today to begin to speak life to yourself, to your life. I don't care if you were married before, you were married three times. Come on. You were married four times. God is not done with you. He's the God of first chance, second chance, third chance, fifth chance, hundred chances. Koro bashete. Do not give up on yourself. Keep speaking life. Let them call you crazy. Let them call you stupid. Let them call you fool. Whatever they call you, don't listen. Just keep speaking life to your life, to your situation, to your family, to your children, to your job, to your business, to your, your husband, your wife, whatever it is. Keep speaking life because before you know it, things will turn around. And what you have been speaking will be what you begin to see. But it will not happen until you begin to speak it. There was no light until Jesus said, until God said, let there be light. There was no firmament until God said, let there be firmament. There was no land. It was all water. All water. Void. There was nothing. And God said, let there be land. Come on, think about that. Take a minute to think about that. How powerful our tongue is. This is why when I when I when I hear people say some things, I will just do this. Oh, ignorance is bad. It's terrible. How I wish this person would know the damage they are doing to themselves. Like, hello. So begin to work on it. If you have that, you know, challenge, like you can't speak. When people just call themselves, they call it any kind of sickness. They say it's theirs. They just personalize it that this sickness is their own now. I'm like, hello, it's not yours. Except you want it. Hello. It's time to speak life to yourself. Have they said, oh, she will never have a, a good home. She will never do this. So, of course, I will have a good home. You, well, excuse me. No, you have a godly home. A heaven on earth home. You will have a glorious home. Heaven on earth. Hallelujah. You speak life. Whatever anyone has said, I don't care who, whether it was your mom. I, I had a client one time who told me that the, 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 what the mother said, oh my God, out of anger. Because according to her, she wasn't listening then. She was a very uh, stubborn girl, very, very stubborn. Like she wasn't listening. And then she told me that her mom said this and that and that, and that has really... Uh, kept her in a place of brokenness for years that she thought she was who her mom called her. 
well, sister, have you apologized? Your mom is in the grave now, but there's you have to do some some what what do you call it some um uh there has to be some uh, uh repentance from you. There has to be some uh you know you giving uh, your your mom you know forgiving your mom for what she said. You know we we had to, we went through some things some process. I won't mention all of that right now, but they were prophetic as the Lord led. There were things she had to do, you know, to get out of that cage. She kept herself. Because it was what she did that made her mom release a curse on her. But now she, when she, she remembered everything that happened, she said, when she, she can really be, be true to herself, that her mom was really frustrated. Her mom was tired of the way she was acting, that she was wild. She was bringing all kinds of trouble to her mom, you know, and uh, uh, she had uh, children out of wedlock, many, many trouble. Like the mother was tired and she, she released some curse. But I'm glad today that she's a, uh, a free woman. She's married now. After going through my, my program, she's married and uh, she's moved from her state to another state now uh, with her husband. You know, we can be free. This is, this is why Jesus came. Jesus came for our freedom. He came for our lifting. He came for, to do everything that we needed to be done for us to have the life that we were created to have. The enemy came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But it didn't end there. We must remind ourselves that Jesus came after that. After the enemy came to steal and to destroy, you know, Jesus showed up. The Bible says, for this reason, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. He came and destroyed that which the enemy came to destroy. And he came to give us an abundant life, an extraordinary life. So we're not going to settle for just anything. No, you're not going to settle for just anything. Somebody said it so. If God didn't say it, it's not mine. I don't, I, I, I reject it. No, it's not mine. God has the final say. It's what is here and name it. So you all have to stop believing what people say and stop allowing what people say begin to rule your mind and how you see yourself and how you live your life. People will say what they have to say because they are saying it from where they are. Most of the times, it's not about you. It's about who they are and what they are feeling. What is coming out of them is exactly what, they are, what is happening within them. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth what will speak. So you don't take it personal. Well, it's not me. Whatever is not of God that this person said, I reject it. It's not mine. Uh -uh. It can be mine. Hello. Cannot be mine. If it's not of God, if it's not of good report, if it's not lovely, if it's not sweet, if it's not good, beautiful. Hello. I don't want it. Yeah. Period. Hallelujah. Because you're going you're gonna to have, have a family. You're going to marry tomorrow. You're going to have children. Hello. If you don't know how to speak life, how are you going to deal with those children? Because every child will come with their, with their, with their personal, you know, 
with, with yeah, uh, how do you say it? Yeah, uniqueness. Exactly. Every child will come with their uniqueness. They're not going to be the same. No, they're not going to act the same way. They're not going to talk the same way. They're not going to react the same way. And I've learned over the years to, to understand. I keep working to understanding them more and more because there's no uh, perfection. You just have to keep your ears down, be sensitive to really understand each and every one of them. You can't treat them the same way. You can't look at them the same way. No, they are not the same. So you've got to know how to, you know, put your words together now, begin to work on it now. This is why it's important you come to my program, Marry Your Covenant Swimming Academy. It's here to empower you. This is why we're here. Because we go deep, deep into all of these details. It's not about surface. When I come in here, I just, just a, a paraphrase. It's just like a point, one point. Okay, we go deep. We give you, you know, reasons. We give you examples on how this thing can work. Examples that you can go home with and begin to remind yourself, oh, oh, that thing, that last time. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Because it's relative to our everyday living. Don't just prepare for wedding and get money here and there. And, you know, and, you know, wedding is good. But don't just prepare for, wed for your wedding day. That's too, too myopic. That's too, too narrow or too, how do I say it? It's too shallow. It's too shallow for someone to think, oh, I'm of age now. I'm 27. I'm 25. I'm 24. I'm getting married. Or I've never been married. I'm 45. I'm 50. I'm getting married. And it, this doesn't work by age. Because there are people that have no common home training, like basic home training. There are people that have no basic home training at all. How can you tell uh, uh, about my, when my daughter was in college, uh, one of my daughters was in college, one of the girls in their, host, uh, in their dorm room, they don't like to clean up at all. They don't like to wash the bathroom, the, the bathroom. They don't like to clean, you know, but they enjoy it because she said, mommy, I have to clean because I can't even shower if it's not clean. Why? Because she got out from home. When she got to college, she met people she was sharing the same space with that didn't care. They don't care coming in there and just shower where the whole place is a mess. They don't care. They just shower. And my daughter would come and said, and said, I can't, I can't. She would have to clean. So she was the one cleaning because she has to do it for herself. Hello. So you have to. You, there are things that we must learn because these things are not taught in school. And some, some, of, some of us didn't grow up with parents who were of, you know, uh, uh, fortunate enough to provide the space for us to learn some things we should have learned. Now, some of you, you grew up with your parents, but your mom wasn't always there. You were probably with an uncle, with an aunt, with your, your stepmother who did not probably have the chance or the opportunity to show you some things. 
there are people that don't they don't clean up at all. They they hire people to come and clean up because they said that we don't and they, they don't do it at all. So they hire people to come and clean for them. So they have children. The children will not see them clean. So are they going to learn to clean? When they don't clean, they don't even apportion some cleaning to their children. And now the maid, whatever the house cleaners will come and clean. And so they don't even know. They will grow up, they'll go to college and think somebody else will come and clean up for them like that. There are people that clean in college. They come to the bathrooms, but they're not going to be there like every day. So if you don't know how to maintain a clean home, making sure you know that it stays clean. It's not about just someone coming to clean. How you how you gonna maintain it? How are you gonna make sure the house is you know is is a place, uh, a home? How you want somebody to feel at home when things are all over the place, when the floor is not uh, clean enough, when just things are all over the place? I don't know. For some of us, that creates chaos and some kind of you know like ah, what's going on here? You know, you know. You know, it, 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 it just throws some, some people off. It throws me off when things are all over the place. I just can't stand it. Okay? And some people, it's just the norm. Like, hello. You've been to somebody's house, they, they give you, uh, in fact, they know you're coming. And you get there, everything is all over the place. Like, it's a norm. For the fact that you someone is coming doesn't even prompt them to put one or two things together. From the living room to the kitchen to the bathroom. You don't want to be like that. Let's say if you want to know if somebody's clean, go to their bathroom when you get to the place and then we see the kitchen. From those two places, you will know whether you should eat their meal or not. <laughs> Somebody said so sometime. And I'm like, huh? Where did you hear that from? Well, that's what happens when people don't take the time, don't take it very seriously. You know, hygiene is very, 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 very crucial. Hygiene. If you want to be healthy and stay healthy, it's important. Come on board. Come, come, come. How did I get here? How did I get here now? Somebody tell me. You've got to come to marry your covenant soulmate academy. Why? Because it's important. You have to prepare for what you prayed for. Prepare for your soulmate. Prepare for your home. Prepare for this glorious experience. Prepare for this glorious adventure. That's before you. Because when we know, we know, and we can do better. You see, that's the point. When we know, we know, and we can do better. So click the link somewhere. There's a link to sign up. We have a program coming up, fourth to um, the 18th. It's going to be three Saturdays. Three Saturdays, we will be having group coaching, pre-marital class, hallelujah, that's going to shape your life and destiny. Don't forget that who you marry will shape your life. Uh-huh. 
it will shape your destiny. It will either make you or break you. Amen? Think about that. So, amen. Glory to God. So, 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 so. Yeah. If you are watching, you don't have Jesus. Let's do that. And then I will pray that God will sharpen our mouth, will take over our tongue. Amen. That whoever, you know, is struggling in this area will receive deliverance. That whatever the enemy is tied to your tongue will be consumed by the fire of the Holy Ghost. That by reason of the blood that was shed on Calvary for your freedom, that your tongue will be free to speak life, to speak goodness, to speak glory, to speak all of the things that God has for you and what you desire connect as aligned by the word of God for you. Amen? So if you don't have Jesus, let's do that and then we'll pray. Father, thank you. Are you ready to pray and give your life to Jesus? Say with me, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you just as I am. I am very sorry for all of my sins. With my heart, I believe. With my mouth, I confess that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name. Amen. Congratulations. I welcome you to God's family. One more thing, connect with the local church that, you know, God will lead you to. You've got to pray now. Say, Lord, show me. Hello. Mm -hmm. Lord, show me. My pastor. I want to know who my pastor is. I want to know my church. I want to connect with the local church. Lord, show me where to go. And he will show you. I promise you he will show you. Hello. He will show you. Glory to God. God bless you, Bishop. Hallelujah. God will show you. And if God is leading you to Revelation Church of Christ in Simi Valley with Papa Lovey and Mama Maggie, you are welcome. You will be blessed. I promise you that it will be a testimony yes 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 it will be to you for a testimony so i invite you to come if god is leading you to revelation church of christ simi valley you will be blessed i promise you you'll be blessed amen amen so hallelujah glory to god father we pray today let's open our mind begin to thank god for opening our eyes to this today for bringing this to our awareness because he wants the best for us and so whatever will uh will be a tool or uh, a strategy or a way of knowing what to do how to do it and how to get to our destination that's what god always do he always bring anyone any vessel that he wants, he will use to speak, to remind us. So today I really encourage you, open your mouth and say, Lord, I'm sorry for everything I've said concerning me and my situation that I shouldn't have said. Today, I repent. I repent 
I renounce everything that I've said that should not have said. And now begin to speak what you want to see. Karo shata da da ba do sukote le bakata ya le radatu le kretos le barado sukote leke le barada da 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 su le beno bere tuzuli yate la bakude de 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 keriyala rubendo sideruskulani le su le kure da kiyala manda sukote le gaya le borobe kanteliyala suntene suntene yantele bosa. Mendero sakura de gayade, Yedoro tobo setaya, Terushataya kata, Dobero sitayata, Le kondobo setere, Vedala dorobo shalada da 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 kiyala, Sudoba siyata yalala, God of mercy, Eh yadala sudadada, Le parados halalala basi, La pase ketere shulala, Le borode suda, Lord have mercy, have mercy, have mercy, it's not of him that that run it, nor of him that will it, but of God that showed mercy, God. Have mercy, Father. Father, have mercy, have mercy. Ne kora kate de zu, le koro zakatande redoshete, le pandoro sintele ko, ne paratuze kela kaya, retome zodo. In the name of Jesus, right now, we stand by the word of God. For the Lord says, when we say it, we will have it. Because we have declared what we want to see, we will begin to see what we have declared now. In the name of Jesus. Father, the grace to perpetually, to continually, Speak life, we receive now. Come on, receive it. Receive grace. To not just speak good today of yourself, to yourself, but it will be the life you begin to live. The, the way you begin to, to live your life will be to speak life every single moment to your life, to your situation. No matter what you feel, what you see, what they say, it doesn't matter. It is what you say connected to what God has said. Koreba Shenda, that rules. And that we stand in the name of Jesus. No paradasukete. Now, by reason of the blood of Jesus, we make a declaration. Every demon, every witch, every wizard, every force that have been working with what was said, that shouldn't have been said. Hear the word of the Lord. Depart now in the name of Jesus. We break your hold. We terminate your assignment in the name of Jesus. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Blessings to you all. And uh, yeah, we're done for today. Father, we give you all the glory. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The curse is broken. Say the Lord. And the blessing is released. Woo! Sa -da 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 -da. The Lord just said for me to tell you that the curse is broken, and but the blessing has been released. The blessing is released. Come on, somebody. Oh, the curse is broken. And the blessing of God is released. No more curse. No more what you say you to you used to say, 
but the blessing is being released now. Where used to be cursed, blessing. Where used to be sickness, it's healing right now, divine health. Where there used to be luck, it's going to be abundance. Where you used to feel heavy, now you're going to feel light. Come on, somebody. Where you used to feel drained, strength is restored in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. And amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your strength, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Woo! In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have an amazing rest of the evening. Don't forget, tomorrow is Sunday. I invite you to Revelation Church, Simi Valley. Yes, Revelation Church of Christ, Simi Valley. I invite every one of you that are in LA, that you don't have a home church. If you have not prayed where God you know, wants you to be yet, Maybe you are a Christian, you have not, you don't have a, a home church. Yeah, pray. If God is leading you to, to Revelation Church in the Valley, come on. Come and worship with us. It's going to be life changing. It's going to be heaven on earth. Come on. It's going to be amazing. So God bless you all. Have an amazing rest of the evening. Jesus loves you more. We love you too. Have an amazing rest of the evening. Amen. This is your humble host, Dr. Mr. Manny.